Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. have turned into another bloody massacre you are not hearing the smooth voice of our beyonce zero gravity because she's out there doing queen things however sheree the slayer and brother ghoulish are here to hold it down this week for a very wild mini (laughs) wild indeed and it may be one that we have to tag zero in uh the next time we talk because it's going on right now so i'm pretty sure there'll be more updates by the time that you know she's back from uh you know, doing queen things because this is an ongoing news story. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this is not the type of news story that we want. But you know, people doing things, peopling. Um, unfortunately, Listen. unfortunately. So, should I go ahead and and do the? Okay, give them the tea. All right. So, I'm not sure if you all have heard of a magazine. Sorry, not magazine. A comic book called The Black Sands. And it was crowdfunded by, um, let me pull up names of things. I might cut out me typing. I don't know. I'll keep it in. It makes it feel like I'm actually doing work. So <laughs> It makes it more dramatic. It's like, let me pull up names. Click, 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 click. Oh, shit. This is about to get real. What? <laughs> right. And, all, and it's already up, you know, and I'm just still clicking and stuff. But all right, look, I'm going to get old boy's name in a minute because, wow. But basically, after the comic came out, there was a creator who I follow on TikTok called uh, The Mighty Z. And a lot of people were asking The Mighty Z what her opinion was of this uh, comic book because it was created by a black person. And so she didn't want to <laughs> she didn't want to give her opinion. It was very obvious, but people kept pulling up to her and asking her to speak on it. And eventually she did um, because, you know, she likes her followers. She's cool. Like I said, I follow her. And um, she said, listen, I think this is definitely very hotepy. A lot of people are basically talking about how the characters don't show emotional range. This is something that he talked about in like previous lives, apparently, where, you know, he doesn't want to see little boys crying. So a lot of that type of sensibility and stuff. And she didn't like it, you know, and she, in my opinion, didn't even drag it. She really could have because it's her platform and it's her opinion. But that was enough to upset him. So he got on a TikTok live and started telling people to go 
uh, mass report her account to try to basically get her account like turned off. A lot of people released videos and they were talking about this situation to try to give her support. And I think that made her feel more comfortable to come out because then this week um, she came back on to Twitter. Like I'm not Twitter. Sorry. She made her page not private on TikTok anymore. And um, after she did that, the attacks kept coming in. So she went on private again and he was on live still saying, well, I feel like, you know, this is what did he call it. He called it slander. Yeah, he said, oh, I feel like this is slander and stuff, but it's really just a review. And I want to talk to you about it. Like, first off, there's a lot to unpack there. So I'm going to just throw the whole man yeah. away. But <laughs> like, <laughs> if you don't want your work reviewed, then you need to not put it out there because once it's out there, anybody can review it. Like that's, that's just tea. That's what it is. And if you can't hear somebody doesn't exactly. like your work, then you shouldn't be working because we all make a lot of shit that a lot of people are not going to be into. And that's fine. You define your audience. But also, it sounds like he's problematic and Hotepi anyway. So I'm on her side just from like this little piece you've given me. Because <laughs> like, why is I don't want to see little boys crying one of the things you need to talk about when you talk about your work? It doesn't make sense to me, especially because like we've come so far that like how do you develop a character if you don't allow them to actually experience their emotions that is very it's like locking us in systems of oppression that aren't really helping us grow as a community and for people who knew egyptology they were throwing shade and saying like this because she like i said she could have really went in she's not the only person that's had thoughts about this this particular comic it's just she's the one with the bigger platform of them and so he attacked her but people who knew Egyptology were saying, well, this isn't really that well-researched either. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we need to throw the whole man away. I, I don't like this idea of people being like, you don't like my work, so I'm going to ruin your life. It's given Jeremy O'Harris. Um, <laughs> remember that whole issue when that went down? I don't remember. Maybe it'll come back. Like, what, what happened? So Jeremy O'Harris is this playwright who went on to do Zola. Um, he, we were all, we were all excited to see a black man succeeding. Um, he gave us slave play though, which is not kind to black women. And a lot of people of color were like, dude, why? And instead he's just like, you haters, you haters, you haters. And let me make sure I get her name right. Cause I want to make sure it's the right playwright I'm listing. Um, yes, yes, yes. Let me pull you these receipts too. Um, but so what had happened was, um, there's another playwright who's a badass Asian playwright named Young Jing Lee who used to teach at the school Jeremy went to when Jeremy was um, in college or grad school. I don't remember. And she, because Slave Play was his thesis, she saw one of the productions and was like, this feels very misogynistic and it's very not taking care of women of color. It's very, it, it's coming across in ways I don't think you want, um, which is what you do as an advisor. You advise. Um, yeah. Instead of Jeremy being like, I disagree or thank you for the note. He just, he decides to blow her phone and her emails up for the rest of her, their time together. And so like, nobody knows what's happened. And he's like on Broadway now and he's doing the things and nobody knows this stuff has happened. But Young Jing Lee tweets one night that like there was a person who got mad at her because they didn't like what she said about their work and wrote a whole play with Asian stereotypes about her. And she didn't name names because again, classy. But Jeremy was like, it was yeah. I! And runs with all these receipts thinking he's shading her, but he comes across as unhinged and hating women. Because again, I put the I put the link in the um, chat, but it's him showing us receipts oh, okay. that make him look awful, but he's delusional. 
And so, like, she's like, just please leave me alone. Just do what you're going to do with your play. And he's like, but you need to go ahead and admit that what you said was wrong and fucked up and you're anti-Black. And it's like, no, nobody said that. Nobody said that. Please look at this. And he's trying to get, like, the colorism of it. And he's trying to get, like, all these other things of it. But he's in the wrong. <laughs> and so his arguments don't add up. It's like, you can't, you cannot pull all these cards when you were the one harassing this woman. Oh, my God. Does this say the student as, okay. Listen. Yeah, I see these receipts. This is this is unacceptable. And it also doesn't even reflect reality because not everyone is going to like your things for one. And for two, it's actually an opportunity for growth because like I use myself as an example and I, I'm not acting like the thing that like my little indie book is like the most perfect thing of all time because I know that it's not. But I try to like supplement my my potential weaknesses by thinking about certain things. Since I know that there are going to be women in my book, I work with a lot of editors who are women of color because I am interested in seeing like what stinks. I don't know, like he could really grow. Like if he really took what Mighty Z said, right? And said like, you know what? This hurts. There's nothing wrong with your emotions, right? Like your emotions going to happen. You have to feel them and like let them go or whatever. But then you have to take that and think about it. Like when I come back to the table, maybe I should work with more editors and beta readers who are women of color so that this doesn't happen again. I mean, it's not like, and then also, I don't know, I don't know where people like grew up or whatever in terms of like media landscape, but I grew up hearing that like, there's no such thing as quote unquote bad press or whatever. So this idea that you're attacking her to try to diminish her, she got over 40,000 followers and now there's even more vitriol and hatred for your project. Whereas if you would have just been gracious and just been like, oh, okay, or said nothing, because you're not obligated to say anything, like, it wouldn't have grown right? this big. Right? No. <laughs> ever since Issa said she's written for everybody black, black people have been showing their fucking asses in the timeline. And I'm just like, yes. she, she should have said 80% of us, because some of y'all, some of y'all's out here testing the boundaries. Because <laughs> um, again, like... He would have never done this had she not been a black woman critic. He would have never tried this. I agree. He would never tried this with Feel Down the Street or like Kitty from like Uptown or like Cheryl Lynn yeah. on Fox News. He'd have been like, my book was mentioned. Let me say less. But because a black woman was like, I disagree with some of this respectfully. He was like, how dare you? Um, and the calls coming from inside the house. And I hope he have nothing but the worst with his book sales. I don't know him again. <laughs> in that part, in that, in that part, that part. Did you also see, this was like maybe a month before this. Did you see what Gwen Stefani said to that? Uh, okay, the, your Gwen reaction Stefani's was- Gwen Stefani's been letting us down since she left No Doubt. Let's just say that. Because I don't even know what the new tea is. But like after she left No Doubt, she was like, here at Chico Girls. And we were like, um, what had happened? And she's like, holla back, girl. And she was like, let me play with these stereotypes. Um, and then she went out and married a racist country singer. And I'm not saying that to be general. I'm, he was really racist. Um, <laughs> so, like, he's got receipts out there. Um, and she's just like, what? No, I'm a complicit Linda now. Shh, I do the voice. <laughs> and so. Let me tell you something. She was in an interview, being interviewed by an Asian woman. I can't remember oh. from which descent. I'll get this. I'll get this part together. And Gwen Stefani says, I'm Japanese, you know, and the woman's like, and so she doesn't really sit, you know, doesn't comment on it. She just continues the interview just to try to keep things cool. And 
she keeps coming back to it. Like Gwen Stefani's really asserting that she's Japanese due to proximity and love for the culture. And she's even using examples of how she grew up in certain areas that were um, Latinx and how she appropriated a lot of that. She's not using appropriated, but like she appropriated a lot of this culture and it's part of her identity and people can choose where they identify. And I'm Wasn't like- the Rachel Dolezal? It was like, and I really felt like, um, is this real? I, I was like, is this April 1st? Like, <laughs> I literally felt like, I didn't really believe the article. And I, like my eyes were open because whoever wrote the article that I'm referring to, they did a really good job breaking it down. They were saying, it's just obvious that Gwen Stefani doesn't understand that like being inspired by someone's culture and using bits and pieces of it, you know, that's already a little shaky, but it's different from putting something on and saying, oh, I'm Japanese, and then being able to take it off when it's convenient being white. Whereas people like this woman who's interviewing her said, I can't take it off. Like my family and I have gone through so much stuff because of our identity, racism, and you don't have to go through that. Like that's what I who empowered this foolishness. Let me throw these albums away. Ever since she left No Doubt, she's been a problem. And it makes me wonder if she was a problem in No Doubt, but they were saying less. Because like she used to date her bass player Adrian. Um, before she like married Gavin Rossdale, who also escaped her, and I'm just like, are you th- are you the problem, Gwen? Are you the problem? And she's like, I might be, bitch. Um, <laughs> she's just like, she's leveling up like a Pokemon of problematic shit, and I just, <laughs> I choose you, Gwyneth. Um, and so <laughs> Gwyneth has evolved into racism, and now she's a Linda. <laughs> this is too much. Oh my God. I, I just, this is why I want a lot of the people who I used to like their art to just sort of disappear because what happens, some of them hold on too long and they start doing things. Like when Jamie Lee Curtis told that like racist story <laughs> as if it was a fun little like antidote to the set of Knives Out. And I was like, yeah, let Halloween in, let it in, let her go home. Um, <laughs> let her go home. You know, I didn't even understand where it was coming from because I saw that piece of it. Because, you know, I used to love, like, Jamie Curtis, like, a lot. So I saw, like, that piece of it before I knew T. And I was like, what? I thought we go up for... Oh. It was... It hurt me because it was right after I'm like, Jamie Lee Curtis coming to the cookout. And she was like, ha-ha! And I was like, take her card away. She can't come to the cookout no more. Um, Can we scrap an episode of Bloody Massacre? I know it's already out. <laughs> but, like, let's just scrap right? it <laughs> Just, like, go in with some scissors, Ryan. <laughs> We'll just do a run back episode every um couple of episodes, uh, every seasons or whatever. Like like these are some of the people that we <laughs> that we gave passes to. We're just gonna go yeah. ahead and, and run those back real quick in this episode. We're so no, sorry. Because like if this is the cookout, I'm snacking her plate out of her hand and telling her to leave because like again, we were all rooting for her, but she was like, <laughs> and I was like, huh. And also, you know, I finally stopped. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I go also ahead. had to unfollow her on Instagram because she had been posting some things that were giving very old white ladies out of touch because she was like, I stand my brothers in blue. And I was like, this is not, this is not what you think it is, Jamie. You need to let it go. And so I'd already unfollowed her because I'm like, <sighs> she's about to like start grandma, but she also old. So let me just like look away. And that's what she was like, let me go to the magazines with this so y'all can all see it. And I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> why? Yeah, no, no. I stopped inviting people to the cookout, though, like, um, maybe about, I don't remember how many years ago, because I had a co-worker once. I don't even feel like going through this whole story, but they they ruined it for everybody. I was like, listen, we can be cool, 
but I'm revoking cook like the cookout. No, it's just for us. Like y'all can, you know, I'll bring you a plate. I'll wrap it in aluminum foil. Like I'll meet you at the office, and that's it. I'm not even bringing but a plate. I think it's because of, <laughs> you're not even taking a plate. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the link to my Instagram. I'm gonna put you through the food because some of y'all and she on y'all glasses one too many times. Look. I think people mix up what it is. You know, like when you say, oh, you're invited to a cookout, they're like, oh, I'm black. It's like, you didn't put in the work that Tierra Marie did. So, like, until you get to that level, I don't really know what to Listen, say to you. if you had a multi-year affair with Rick James, you can step forward and we can evaluate you on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you did not, sit down. Um, and so, like... <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Listen. Listen, oh my god. I, I don't understand. Uh but yeah, I think that I just think that a lot of people need to like look around, uh, maybe step outside. Uh, <laughs> because touch grass. Please, please touch grass. Because you're out here being like someone didn't like my work. Let me ruin their lives. And I to go back to that, I've been seeing this like conversation lately, which I'm sure it's happened before, but it's the first time that it's popped up in my newsfeed. And some people are salty because it's like if you get an advanced review copy of something and you don't review it, it's theft. That's not the case because an advanced review is like a if you see this and you want to say something about it, please do. It's not a if I send this to you, you have to review it. Because that's blackmail and it's bribery. <laughs> and also sometimes people get your stuff and they don't like it. So saying less is that's yeah. the kindest thing they can do because like I know that like um I'm finding out more and more about when to give a bad review for a movie as opposed <laughs> to yeah. when to say less because sometimes a bad review does help but it's after it's found its home like when it's still out in festivals if people are pissing on it from the major outlets then there's nobody's gonna like want to distribute that shit but like once it has its home you can be like I it's not for me and it's kinder and it gets them they what they need if you're like a Rotten Tomato approved outlet um as opposed yeah. to you just being like, this is some bullshit. And then people being like, well, she said it's bullshit. And he said it's bullshit. I'm never going to see it. Um, and I did not know that. So I was all like, if it's a bad review, keep it to myself. Or see if Trent wants to Paul yeah. um, <laughs> 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 um, But now I'm like, oh, if it's on Peacock, it's fair game. We could have talked about this last them. <laughs> no, we couldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, not on our street. Um, and so- <laughs> I, I think that there's levels to it and there's layers to it, but also, again, it's part of the business. So if you want to create stuff, you have to be willing to listen to the criticism. If you don't want to listen to the criticism, yes. you need to be like, mute all of my words, give me what I need. Um, but also, you don't grow that way because even a negative review can have things that are important. Um, and I say that as somebody who a lot of my negative things are coming from people who are white and male and I got to fight later in life, but you know what? That's then. Um, um, but sometimes there is tea in there and you need to like, be able to be like, what's worthless and what's worthy of my time. So when you move forward with your art, you can grow. Um, a lot of people don't want that. A lot of hosts specifically, as she called him. I agree. I agree. Like, I, I love everything you said, especially because like, the thing is, the especially like the bribery and the blackmail part, like, because think about this for a second. Like, if I'm a big corporation, right, and I'm like sending out advanced reader copies, I'm sending out screeners, whatever, like, because they all kind of fall into that same little bucket. And I'm expecting you to say something about it, right? No matter how I feel. That's also kind of like, you're not thinking about the impact that that has on the creative because like you're a bigger organization than I'll take myself, for example, than brother ghoulish. So like, if I say something 
and I didn't really, it wasn't resonating with me. I didn't want to say something for one reason or the other. And I get backlash or I get flack. I have to sit there and, and bear the storm because I made the decision to use my voice for something that doesn't align with it. And then what, guess what they're going to do? They're going to pull away yeah. because like, well, you know, our, our, our decision, sorry, our um contract has been fulfilled. Like this is all that we wanted yeah. from you, but that doesn't feel right. And plus it stinks, you know, like people can kind of like tell when you're like forced to like report yeah. on something versus like you encounter like a piece of media or art that like resonates with your heart. And you're like, I want to say something about this. Yeah. Sometimes I've even said things about things that I didn't like because I'll use uh, they slash them for an example. I didn't like that movie, but I wanted to say something about it because at the time I knew if I say something about this, hopefully people who hear it will not repeat some of these mistakes and acknowledging that I see what is going on. But it, you know, yeah. like you, I make that decision as the creator. I'm not being pressured by. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Some external force in case the firestorm does come down on my ass. Yeah. And another thing people need to remember when they're coming for people who say something negative about their work is that, like, that person's followers already know when they align and when they don't align, so they're going to be in your shit anyways. That's true. They're watching how you move, and they're like, well, he's an asshole, so I don't want to see if we disagree on this one. I don't care. Um, That's true, yeah. I know I'm not here supporting assholes. Like, literally anybody I'm retweeting and I'm resharing that I know 
these are cool people. These are people I'm vouching for. Like the Kickstarters I've given money to. I gave a, I, I was in your Kickstarter and I was in the Darla Kickstarter because like we know Josh Rubin's quality. We know he's a good dude. Yeah. I couldn't give him money the whole pandemic because his movies <laughs> were not on the big screen. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, Darla's coming out. Here is my wallet. My credit cards are figured out next month. Bye. Um, but like, I'm not out here being like, who this rando? Uh, because again, like even mm-hmm. with the Kickstarters, we've had some shaky things happen in the horror community with that. Yeah, that's a whole unfortunately, episode. yeah. Uh, and so you have to unfortunately vet all the people before you open your wallet because they will take advantage of you. Yeah, I I love that you said that because they do. Like they know that like horror fans have like a lot of love in their heart for the fringe and the independent because like the genre as a whole gets like shit on by like major oscars like like awards i don't know award names but you know what i mean like horror is always kind of treated like the estranged stepchild when like a small creator wants to break into that they know that everyone's going to come together for them and for anyone to try to take advantage of that that's gross to me because i think about my own situation if i didn't do the kickstarter i could not have published that book i didn't have a means to make that happen so like to think about other people misusing that and we've seen it it's like salt of the earth I mean, wait, that's probably not what I mean. Bad people. No, there's so many bad people. Like, Sean King is still getting money from people and still getting, like, energy from people. And he's been at it as the worst so many years ago. But every once in a while... Wait, you Sean said King, who? Am I saying his name wrong? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, but he's been out here doing the most. Let me make sure I got his name right, because then I'm doubting myself. Hold <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Look, it is very, very early for both Yeah, of no, us. he's not an activist. That's him. I had to pull it up to make sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> but he's out here busted <laughs> on so many internet streets. And, like, people are still like, mm, let me spread what he's saying. Mm, he's opening this a uh, fun. And I'm like, no, stop, stop. He is harming all the communities. Stop. Um, but, again, brand name. So they know they know that name, and they're not going to ask questions. Because all of us are busy. And so they're like, I'm not going to do the research. And if you're not in the community, you don't know to do the research. Like when people started saying stuff about Lin-Manuel Miranda, I was like, that's not my community. But a lot of people from that, like my next dysphoria are like, Mm-mm. I'm like, let me say less. Um, I've seen Hamilton three times. I won a lottery. I did not pay full price. But I'm going to just sit back and see what receipts come up. <laughs> um, because again, it I don't know what goes on in there. I can't. I'm not a Linda. I'm not Gwen Stefani. I can't be like a lot of my friends are Latinx, so I'm Latinx. And so here's what I got to say about what's going on. Um, that's not my place. I would. I don't have that white woman audacity. I, I just. It's not on sale in my stores. And so I just. I. It always sends me. It always sends me. Yeah, me too. And and I'm sorry. They're they're landscaping outside right now. I didn't hear it. Knox oh, scared the shit out of me. I forgot he knows I open doors now. <laughs> he literally bust the door down. He's like, I'm too I was like, oh. Bam. Like, if he's coming in for that, like, listen, that's my dog for He's real. like, I ain't no holla back, girl. Ugh. Like, <laughs> what is he looking around at, Knox? What? You scared of the, the people landscaping? You don't like people either. Girl. Look at that in common. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I guess we can wrap down this mini until Zero comes back to yeah. us. But I am going to ask her about this Mighty Z situation. I'm happy though. you hit me to it because I, I too, have had some people who are like, you said this thing about my work. And I was like, yes, I did. I don't know. You made a mid-movie and it's fine. Mm-hmm. At least you made a movie. Congrats. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I can't even fathom someone coming at you for that. Like, that's... 
that's crossing a boundary because you know they wouldn't do it if it was like um like one of the like white male mm-hmm. like thingamahoosers who do it like they'd be like okay well thank you for the feedback right right because like you've you've seen our video reviews on fear street when i do it it's from an honest place and i'm just like i feel weird shitting on this one like everybody else is because i know how hard it is as a person yeah. of color to get something made blah 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 and like i not weirdly enough um <laughs> not weirdly enough the crazy color are like thank you for seeing that. Thank you for trying it. And like, thank you for noting that like that was some budget issues and not like us just being like a faulty production. Whereas like a lot of our friends named Kenny are just like, well, you don't understand (laughs) what I was going for. And I was like, well, you should have put it in your script. Shouldn't you? (laughs) Cause that part. And if you didn't this time, listen to what I'm saying. So you do it next time. It's that simple. It's troubleshooting. It's literally troubleshooting. And again, like if you are this pissed off because somebody doesn't like your movie, why are you making movies? Because you're not going to make hits. Because 100% of everyone should like what they make. That's why. Which is bullshit. Because very few directors have a untouchable list. Like, I love Wes Craven. He has some movies I didn't like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I love John Carpenter. Did he make vampires? Yeah, he did. Like- <laughs> oh, hold up now. What? <laughs> Nobody's impeaching. I gotta rewatch that one no. now after this because now I'm like, wait, was it that James bad? Lewis is there, so you need to know. What? <laughs> Just let it go. It's gone. We lost it. It's it's over. <laughs> okay, facts. Um, facts. I okay, <laughs> watch them sequels with Bon Jovi. They gotta be better. What? <laughs> that we both know. Wait, there are sequels to vampires. There's sequels to everything. <laughs> Why? We don't need them. There are so many sequels we just don't need. I'm tired. There's no 90s, early aughts movie that didn't get a sequel. Like, literally, some of them were made just to have the sequel, and you can tell. (laughs) You're just like, do we have a plot? Oh, no, we're gonna wait that. Okay, so the next movie will get the plot. Thank you. Oh! (laughs) I found out that, look, I swear, after this, I'm not gonna keep holding you hostage. I found out that American Psycho's sequel has a cult following. Like, sometimes I try to talk shit about it, and they said, no, you better don't. I'm like, we go up for I this? Have, I haven't seen it, but I know not to say anything about it. Because, like, when I like randomly mentioned Mila Kunis was in it, and I'm curious, people are like, you need to watch it now. I'm like, is this a cult? Um, it's very Scientology, and so I'm afraid to see it. Because what if I come back different, Ryan? What if I'm like, American Psycho 2 is the best movie ever, Ryan? Watch it. <laughs> If you come back like that, I I know it's been Invasion of the Listen, Body Snatchers. I'm sitting here with winged eyeliner and my life together. And I'm just like, look, Ryan, you need to join us. <laughs> That's like me coming in here and being like, Midsommar was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. If you don't flash a light in my eyes instantly. That's my cry for help. That or I don't drink anymore. Those are the two. Something's wrong. Oh. <laughs> Something's wrong with her. That or I think Pearl deserved an Oscar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> If I'm like Amityville back to uh back to time, oh shit, no, that's about time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Amityville, it's about time. wasn't really that good. It wasn't a cinematic masterpiece. Flashlight, I'd be like, hey, girl, that's scary. Check on Ryan. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we need a wellness check. Right? I would just go ahead and leave the chat. I'd be like, bloop. Um, we need a wellness check. Oh yeah, Ryan's not doing well. Oh, <laughs> please go over there. <laughs> Man. You should take us out. Otherwise, well, we'll be here all day. And they'll be like, these minis are getting damn long. What? Right. This ain't no right. damn Remember mini. Used to I be got short. shit to do today. Like- 
Oh my, I can actually see someone yeah. saying that. Because one of our minis was like 45 minutes. Let me take this no, out. Because they definitely <clears> will be like, in my day, the mini massacres were mini. <laughs> And to their to their effect, they were. But listen, sometimes stuff happens, like this Mighty Z situation. Like, I'm we're sending love to you, Mighty Z. If you happen to hear this, like we're sending love. Like this is not acceptable. No. All right. Oh wait, go ahead. Yes, before I take I'm it down, gonna, you saw me pick my shoulders. No, up. I'm just gonna be like, it's not acceptable, and I also need men who make things to think about how they look when they run up on women who disagree with their work. Um, because odds are, as polite as she was, there's a lot that could be said about that book that I'm never gonna read. And perhaps you could have outing yourself as somebody who doesn't know women and will never speak to women if you would listen to women <laughs> and get your right. It's so much. Get easier. your work right. Uh, it's <laughs> it's so much easier. Just. Listen to women. Listen. Work with women. Respect them. Listen. We make things better. Um, we do. And also, so many movies, are. the problem is that I talk to women, and they're like, we're doing this, and it's a feminism from my viewpoint. And it's like, cool, this is your viewpoint of feminism, but it's still about all the men. The women are getting fridged. Um, how is this feminism? And it's like, well, she was very strong before we sent her away after three seconds. And it's like, that's not feminism. Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Throw it away. Listen, I'm tired. I am tired. Tired, tired, tired of Ben Affleck collecting Viola Davis to be Michael Jordan's mom <laughs> and giving her the lease in a movie I'm never going to watch. Okay, while we're spilling tea, I must, this is my last rant, I swear. And then I'm let us end it, Ryan. I'm, end it. <laughs> I'm never going to see air because first off, fuck Matt Damon, fuck Ben Affleck. There's receipts out there. I've done these rants. Um, pull up Matt Damon diversity when he describes diversity to the only black woman on Project Greenlight and talks over her. Um, yeah, oh my that's God. an iconic moment, right? And then Ben Affleck, whose brother is Casey Affleck, who's apologizing for her all the time and act like nothing never happened, even though Casey's a creep, managed to get back together with J-Lo and get married in a plantation. He's also the best friend of Matt Damon. And he's also Casey Affleck's brother. So there's a lot of smoke coming from that fire <laughs> already. Yeah. Um, in this movie called Air, they also pull in Jason Bateman, who made Jessica Walters cry before she died, while trying to defend Jeffrey Tambor, who is an abuser. And so there's already three white men I'm not talking to in this movie about Air Jordans. You would think Air Jordans, you would be about Michael Jordan. No, he's a minor character. Talk about the white people who made the shoes. Why is that the story? That's embarrassing. And I didn't even, because I have, I fell behind a bit on some of this media stuff. I didn't realize that air was coming out. Like, this is new to me. I hadn't even heard I about it. I only heard about it because I was at South by Southwest. And I was like, what do you mean my older Davis might be here? And then I found out what it was. I'm like, I, I'll see her something else later in life. I don't want to meet her this way. Because I'm not going to, first off, I'm not yeah, missing no. a horror movie so I can watch a red carpet with people I hate and Viola Davis. <laughs> For a movie I don't want to see. Because again, if you're making a movie about Jordans, Michael Jordan needs to be the center and you need to like let a younger actor play him if it's a younger story. But like, I don't really care how white men made money off shoes and Jordan's name. I Nobody needs that. I don't. I, I mean, I hadn't heard about it, but is Michael Jordan even associated with the project as far as I think seen? they talked to him about it and he was like, I don't care what you do. I'm retired. <laughs> and like, cause I, I know, right? that's right. And so he's probably getting a little bit of money for it, but it's not as much as he should be. And people are like, Ben Affleck's a tour de force. We haven't seen him and Matt Damon do anything this great since Goodwill Hunting, which Goodwill Hunting was Minnie Driver and Robin Williams. That's it. That's all I'm taking from that exercise in privilege. I just. <laughs> I again, I'm not a Ben Affleck fan. Um, I've listed 
the easy receipts. There's other stuff out there if you want them. Um, Matt Damon is garbage, and people keep putting him in like a spice, and I'm tired of him turning up and shit. I'm watching, and they're, I'm supposed to be gagged. I'm like, no. He, of course he needs a job. <laughs> of course he needs a job, because only his friends are hiring him. The born identity is over. <laughs> and Jason... Not the born identity is and over. And Jason Bateman literally had a show called Ozark. People keep trying to get me to watch, and I'm like, it's probably good, but like... I can't fuss with him because when I see him, I hear Jessica Walters crying as he's telling her how the business is and how she should have just been okay with Jessica Tambor yelling at her. And I, that, that was my villain origin story. That's something else I didn't know about. Ooh, so it was one of the times Netflix revived Arrested Development, but it was after Jeffrey Tambor yeah. was out it for what he was doing on Transplant. No, it wasn't called Transplant. It was, ah, let me see what the show. Transparent? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Transparent, for those of y'all who missed it, was a great show on Amazon Prime, but we had a cis white man playing a trans woman. And so, shaky. But, like, a lot of queer yeah. people putting it together, and so it was one of those, like, weird lines where we're, like, we're watching it, and it's gorgeous, but also, this is a conversation. Um, yeah. But apparently, he got me too for how he was handling some of the trans women on set. They finally came forward. And instead of people being like, let's pull in from Arrested Development, they finished filming because they were, I guess, too far in and they don't care. Um, and so they had a press conference and like the person who was like doing it just brought up the allegations which were in the room because Jeffrey Tambor was sitting right there making jokes. And they were just like, yeah. um, so how did that impact things? And Jason Bateman's like, well, first off, I won't do anything with Arrested Development if Jeffrey's not involved. And I'm like, already off the bat, you're a problem. Yeah. And then, like, Jeffrey... That's Tam- not your place. Listen. And Jeffrey Tambor, being a privileged old white man who's full of shit, was just like, I've never molested anybody. I've never touched anybody. I've just yelled at people a lot. And sometimes they cry. And that's fine. And it's, like, uh, another red flag. And, like, Jessica Walters was just like, yeah, he used to yell at me all the time, and I would start crying, and nobody cared. And she's, like, in her place of trauma. And, like, the person who plays Maybe, and I forgot their name... I is it Ali's? Let me go find Ali's name and also pronounce. I I don't know if they changed. This was a few years ago, and so my things are a little bit wonky. But um, <laughs> Alia Shawcat—that's the name I need to remember. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not see. Okay, so like according to Wikipedia, pronouns are still she/her. Um, but like, she's the only person in the room who stood up for her because even like the other people in the room who we were still like fussing with were trying to do the whole man card. And then they were like, oh, this is getting real. She's crying and this is not going to look good. And so they started getting silent, but Jason Bateman was just like going to tell like he was a fucking <laughs> lawyer. And I'm like, um, for whomst, for whomst, for why? And he's like, well, you know, that's just the business, Jessica. Meanwhile, Jessica Walters had been acting since before that dude was even an idea for his parents. Her resume is longer than anybody's who was involved in that show. Um, She was still turning out the things up until she died a couple years ago. Jason Bateman will never be half the actor she was. And he's telling her how the business is because he wants to, like, uphold his, like, abusive friend on the set who's another white man. That's not I can never not hear her crying when I think of Jason Bateman. Um, So when people are like, watch Ozark, I'm like, no. (laughs) No. And it's probably good. It's probably great. I'm sure Laura Linney is doing all the damn things. I cannot. 
Because I hear her I crying. I feel like people always keep freaking telling me to watch Ozark. So it's nice to know that yeah. now there's a, a reason for me to tip backwards out, uh, out of it. Because that's that's not cool, man. This is fucking gross. If you pull that clip, Ryan, it is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Because they are actively trying to gas like this woman who's crying in front of an interviewer. So it's already off the rails. And I'm just like, if you... If you've been abusing her so long, every time you get together for another season, that she is actually crying in public while trying to explain what happened, stop. Full stop. You need to be like, you know what? Um, clearly, we really fucked around and found out as white men. Let us like reconvene later. But instead, it's like, no, you know. And like, Ali is like, can you just let her? Can you just stop? Can you just stop? <laughs> um, and I'm like, why? Why, why, why? I can never not hear that clip. And it's why I couldn't go back in for those later seasons, which I heard were trash anyways. Um, yeah. And I'm just sorry that like, while she was giving us the character that made the show worth watching, she was also being abused. But that's also just apparently TV if you're a woman. Yeah, I just, I found it. I'm gonna, damn, I kind of don't even want to see it. But I will read about this yeah. because, Wow. I need to keep these people on my radar because since the system protects people like this, they just, they just kind of show up. And then there's been like a lot of migration into horror projects recently, which, you know, I mean, of course, because horror is getting more of a spotlight, but sometimes things like this, like kind of slip between the cracks. Like for me, like, this is really discerning. No. I mean, concerning. Like if anybody listens to that clip, like just listen to that and then tell me Ozark is worth it. Um, tell me he need to be the third white man getting screen time in air. <laughs> tell me anything he's done. Cause again, he was never a great actor. He was in Juno, but like we mostly watched that for Elliot Page. And that soundtrack was also lit. Um, <laughs> um, he, it was not like Jason Bateman is doing so well in this movie. He was playing Jason Bateman as usual. That's his one mode. Yeah. It's what he always does. So like, since I've had to stop watching his stuff, I've not missed him because I could see any generic Derek do generic Derek. Jason Bateman isn't even really... People give him too many things. Listen, and it's because his sister is famous and talented. Because, like, none of this stuff, Game Night, okay. Mm. Horrible Bosses, Mm. all right. Arrested Development, I'm okay. Listen, he only had Arrested Development, and that went sideways. Um, (laughs) um, And so he was like, Ozark! And I was like, okay, so you might have another thing. I'm not going to watch it, because again... I'm not here for you to mansplain somebody's career to them and what the industry is when she was doing things before your parents were born. Like, look at your life choices. Set your ass down. Yeah. That's my last week, I swear. <laughs> well, you, I'm, I'm about to say, you blew the door open with this one. I don't, this, yeah, I need to recover. I'm about to go get my aloe vera after this because <laughs> I I need to, I need to hydrate. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> This this has been Blurdy Massacre. Um, well, at least two of us. Zero will be back next week. Don't worry. And you can still talk to us about the topics we're discussing on social media at Blurdy Massacre. And please do rate us and review us. You want to say anything to them before we uh, go? Keep it blurdy. Keep it seasoned. Keep it moisturized. Don't be a Jason Bateman. <laughs> Don't be a Jason. A proverb. <laughs> listen, listen. If I catch you Jason Bateman and anybody, I'm going to fight. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be the name of the episode now. Okay, everybody, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.